just want to thank everyone out there who's showed their support towards the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you've got any mates out there who've uh, got a few proper true yarns and uh, or someone who you know who's a mad dog who might want to come on and spin a few to us, uh, send it through. And uh, if you do one favour for me that would be absolutely incredible, click on the proper true yarn podcast, go to your settings of that and uh, hit auto download because we all know how uh, terrible the phone service in Australia is and I hate the old episode be cut short due to um, terrible phone service. So if you get that auto downloaded, um, we'll be all good to go and there'll be no interruptions. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the big knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, holy fuck, the cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. Welcome back to the Proper True Yarn Podcast, the show at which we extract the wildest and the best yarns from the best people in the world. Mate, uh, here in the studio today, well it's not even our studio, we fucking hijacked the uh, co-host studio in his own bloody beautiful farm up here in Innisfail. Taz, how, how the fuck are you? <laughs> Good, thanks, mate. Mate, fucking, uh, what a legend. He said, come up. He said, I've got a full podcast studio on, on the banana farm. Just come up and shoot him in live, mate. And, uh, mate, what a place. Fucking awesome. Not a bad fucking spot up here. It's fucking, mate, phenomenal. And uh, true credit to you, mate, and what you've done here and... Um, Mate, uh, they call you the unofficial mayor of Innisfail, so, um, <laughs> mate, Innisfail. Unofficial shit talker. <laughs> <laughs> mate, we've, uh, I, I hear um, Innisfail, she's the, um, she's the gimpy of the north, mate, so there's some wild critters here. Tell us a proper true yarn about some, some people you might know up, up at Innisfail. Well, a funny one about the gimpy of the north, my brother-in-law lives down the sunny coast and he was working on a, on a job site down there and he's fucking, he's waterproofing and stuff. Anyway, they, he had working in one room and there was two electricians in the other room and all he hear is, mate, isn't this gimpy a fucking shithole? And that's where he lives. Yep. And someone else does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can confirm. <laughs> and, he, um, and then the fellow said, yeah, true, but there's only one place worse. He goes, yeah, where's that? Innisfail. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, there goes... Both where me fucking family, where I live, me family live, both of the shittest fucking places in fucking Australia. In, in Australia, <laughs> fucking. You full throwback, you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a fucking, it's actually a beautiful spot when the sun comes out. Yep. When you, as you see today. Oh, mate, phenomenal, yeah. <laughs> but she don't come out too often. Yeah, well, hence why everything's probably so fucking green. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Green like you've never seen. Yeah. That's a motto. <laughs> Mate, um, what critters? You, you got a, uh, a yarn about uh, someone up here you might you want to drop? A mate of mine who's was pretty good at riding horses and footy and shit. Yep. And he, um, anyway, he moved away down south and he actually got into his horses and stuff and thought he was pretty good at footy, so he had to go at that. And he fucking, he went all the way down there and he comes home every Christmas for holidays, so I thought, fuck it. He rang, he rang me up and said, I'll go, go to the reef with you. Yep. And I'm like, all right. In come the reef. He goes, oh, God, can I bring me miss? I said, yeah, all good. Anyway, you got, what, what size boat you got, mate? You got a little... Yeah, about nine and a half metre yeah, alley boat. But yeah. back then it was about, oh, shit, I just kicked your fucking <laughs> camera. <laughs> <laughs> Getting too relaxed. <laughs> She's all good, mate. <laughs> yeah. So back then, yeah, I think it was about a seven and a half metre boat and we headed out the reef. But the day before, I bought a brand new bloody Cressy air gun. Because to shoot craze up here, we don't use the rubber guns. We yeah. use the air guns because you can get in all the little nooks and crannies and stuff. So... Yeah. 
got into the nooks and crannies with that and we headed out the reef. I took the gun, brand new, never been shot before. Loaded yep. it up. I jumped in the water. He jumped in the water. He's never shot a cray before, so I jumped in. And I was, we're swimming along and I pointed down. And he re- I said, oh, that's a good rock. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he goes, where? And I sort of pointed at the rock where it needs to go. Anyway, he got halfway down and he, you could see him sort of looking and then he sort of turned to look back up at me and I sort of pointed over his shoulder at the hole he needed to go. And as I pointed over his shoulder... I was holding the shaft of the gun, not even the, not even the trigger. Yeah. And it just fired. Went straight over his shoulder. Missed him by probably three, four hundred mil. Holy Straight fuck. over his shoulder. And I was like, fuck, I could have killed this cunt. Easy, yeah. But that worst thing about all this is, or the proper true yarn side of this thing is, you want to know who the cunt is? Fuck, do I know? Billy Slater. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> fuck! Imagine that. Oh! You, you would <laughs> It was at the height of his career. 2004, double chip and chase was that fucking year too. Yeah, right. That when he was like number one football player in the world. Where? <laughs> <laughs> sort of needs his shoulder slash head slash any fucking part of his body that moves. <laughs> so I just thought, fuck, if I, if I accidentally killed him, I wouldn't be able to get a beer in any fucking pub in Queensland. Yeah, you, fuck, you get some free piss down south. <laughs> That's what I said. Fuck, mate, New South Wales, there I come. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving the farm down south. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, what, what did he say? He's like... Well, he didn't even realise how close it all was. I, I mentioned it to him a couple of years ago and he's like, oh, I don't even really remember it. Yeah, right. And I'm like, shit, well, I remember it like... Fucking that. Fucking vivid. <laughs> and, and, and that's the thing, mate. Like, it's not like you fucking pointed to shoot. Like, it's just fucking gone off. Yeah, it just went off because yeah. those, those air guns are known to go off. Yeah, right. And that was brand new, so I haven't even fired it. So I didn't even really test it or anything. It was just pointing at the rock and there she went. Yeah, wow. Mate, um, I've well, I've never been crying, so, yeah, well, I can't go. I've done a heap of offshore fishing, mate. Any fucking mad offshore fishing yarns around here that you fucking, <laughs> you, you might have? Well, I've got, got a couple, uh, you know, as from Back to Basics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we love our surfing out here, so we like to go to the, I call it back reef, back reef sessions. We go out there and try to fucking get a wave in right at the, pretty much the edge of the continental shelf where it hits the reef. Is there any, any crocs out there? No, nah, not out here, no. no. Not there? Actually, there is a yarn for that. I'll tell it after this one. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> so we were out surfing behind the reef there and, of course, what happens is cyclones will come in. You only get good swell with cyclones. You do get the odd southerly swell every now and then, but you need a cyclone to come through. The cyclone was coming through and then the best ones are when they come through and then head east and head out to sea. Yep. And then you just sit there and watch um, your sea breeze, whatever, on your local air. Well, I watch Arlington Reef. Yep. And you just watch that and it'll just go from 30 knots to 5 knots just as it moves away. It just drops out. And I just rang Az up said, man, we've got to fucking go. And he's yep. like, oh, man, I've got a bit on. I said, look at fucking the Arlington. And he's like, I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Because <laughs> it went from like, yeah, 30 knots to just glass. Yep. So within an hour he's up here. It's like 10 o'clock in the morning. Ring. 11 o'clock we're on the water heading out and you could just feel... It was flat, but you just feel the ground swell coming through. Yep. And we're like, fuck, this is going to be good. My legs started shaking like, fuck, man, I haven't seen ground swell on the inside of the reef before, so it's yeah, going to be a bit of size. Yeah. yeah. So got far past the first first reef and there was a bit of fucking, bit of swell there and it was like four foot surf there and I'm like, well, if it's too big out the back, I'll just come surf this because I'm not, I'm not a good surfer. I just love doing it. Yep. So got all the way out there and come around the corner and next minute the fucking, it was just like, 
just houses on the horizon everywhere. And we're like, fuck, here we go. So we parked up, we looked in and there was just like, you know when you see on TV the proper surfing, like that's what it was. Yep. It was just barreling six-foot waves, just rolling one after another and we're like, look at each other, like, we're, fucking, we're, not, we're not built for this. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we gained a bit of composure and we fucking turned around and we come around the corner a bit further where it was a bit more protected to like the three to four-foot stuff. So... Yep. We jumped in there and surfed for a couple of hours and actually jumped in, speared, speared a couple of fucking trout and stuff. So it was the best day I've ever had on the water, I reckon. Yeah. Just had everything. Anyway, we, we thought, well, before we go back in, we'll head around the back of the reef and have a look, see how big this swell fucking is. Anyway, we got right around the back of this reef and it sort of kicked in and out the reef, but I thought I was following the deep blue water. So I'm following all the deep blue water and we're looking in at the swell as it was breaking. It was just like, like fucking Chopu spitting out big... <laughs> Big bloody air shoots and everything coming out. We're like, holy shit, look at this. While we are too busy doing that, we looked in and we're like, oh, hey, look at that one, that's good. I looked out, turned and looked out to sea. Here's three fucking high-rise buildings coming at us. And I've, I mean like 10 foot. Yeah, right. And I didn't realise that there was a, another reef on the inside, on that side of us because I was in the dark, oh. deep water but the reef sort of kicked around and I yep. didn't realise it kicked around. Anyway, I look out to sea and here's these three high-rise buildings and I'm like, looked at Asla, I said, fuck, mate, we got to go. Yeah. I just turned and just fucking gun it, hit the first hit the first wave, we drove up that one, come down, the second one was double the size of the first one, so we gunned that one and, and ramped off the top of that one and it was about to curl and like oh, fuck. turn yeah. and throw us, hit the bottom of that one, then the third one was a bit smaller and we, I just gunned it and passed that one and I was like, fuck, mate, that was close. Yeah. Like one second and the thing with that day was no one goes to the reef after a cyclone so we're the only cunts out there. <laughs> <laughs> and how far out is that, mate? Like so between any help that would could have potentially even fucking got anywhere near you. Well, luckily the reef is one of the closest along the coast here, along yep. Queensland. So it's only probably the back reef's 30 mile. Yeah. Where but you're still fucking good boat, hour and <laughs> hour and hour and a half from fucking you know <laughs> bobbing out there in the fucking re- on yeah yeah I've I've actually been out there before with the whole back to basics crew and lost me surfboard it snapped me leg rope like jumped down the waves are coming big these houses are coming you go down swim grab the bottom and then it just fucking snaps your leg rope but the thing with back of the reef is when you're down the Gold Coast and that you, you swim back to the beach you know yeah. There, you got to fucking swim back to the boat. Yeah. And your board's that way. Yeah. So what do you do? How do you get your board back? It's in, we had to pack everything up, drive around the other side of the reef and go and get me fucking board. It was 2K away. Yeah, right. <laughs> fucking hell. That's wild. Yeah, so it's a whole different world out there, eh? And sharks you see and stuff surfing, they're coming underneath you and stuff, so. Yeah, what's the biggest shark you've seen out there? I see a few, but underwater, yeah, they... Like, Probably just three metres, probably the biggest. Yeah. See a lot of bull sharks. Yeah. Getting bad for that. A lot of fucking bull sharks. And they're aggressive cunts too. Yeah. They're just real, just solid, staunch little bastards they are. Yeah. Mm. Mate, and uh, you just said then before uh, you started that yarn, you wanted a gator yarn. <laughs> <laughs> so this isn't, I haven't, I didn't witness it. I mean, mate, you stone a charter out off here. Yeah. And he, the, one of the closest reefs here, he took him, this scuba diving crew there. So he, we're out scuba diving along this edge of this reef. 
And they come up and they go, excuse me, is there crocodiles out here? And he's like, nah, it's a fucking reef. And there's crocs out here. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, they're like, oh, okay. They go back down. Ten minutes later, all at the back of the boat, can we get in now? And he's like, why Why want to go? He's like, there's, there's a croc. There's a fucking croc. And then he turned it, surfaced behind him, about ten and a half, eleven foot croc, surfaced behind him and just sat behind him. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah. And they reckon that one reef, they reckon they swim out there just to clean their skin or something. Yeah, right. And then that's, they only see them at that size at that reef and then they go out, do their body cleanse, whatever, and piss back back in shore. Yeah, right. Because mm. um, I've heard stories in, in PNG and that of, of the boys diving over there with the crocodiles and that, and they... And, they said um, they'll dive with locals, everything's okay, and that, if they could see the croc, they, you know, they'd go down. Yeah. But the days that they, wouldn't, that they couldn't see the croc, yep. they'd say they wouldn't get in the fucking water because, yeah, yeah he, he'd been watching them for a few days and now he's come down to fucking, yeah, yeah stark that. But imagine not, that, that's fucked. <laughs> you know, you're, not, you're thinking, well, who do you prefer to be in the water, the crocodile or a fucking shark? Fucking shark, mate. Yeah, exactly right. You know, fuck, fuck the crocs, mate. I'm, yeah, oh, she's a different next level fucking, yeah, craziness, you know. Any boat dramas out there? Any fucking wild yeah. yarns about p- fucking anything happening out there with the boat? Oh, I've had a, a few. The same fellow used to own that charter. When we were young fellas, we thought we were boilermakers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we had this little Cairns custom craft. He actually owns the company now. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Shout out Cairns custom craft. <laughs> so he, he actually, yeah, helped, helped me put a canopy on the back of it and we went overboard with it. Too much weight. Yep. Because we wanted to sleep up on the top of it, a big hard top alley canopy. We put it on there and while we are doing that, we didn't realise we stepped on, there's an inspection plate because it's a twin hole thing but between the hulls there's an inspection plate. Yep. And we didn't realise we broke it. Yeah, right. Anyway, we launched the boat, went out the reef, parked up, caught one trout. My mate taps me on the shoulder and goes, those motors supposed to be underwater like that? And I turn and it was about... 10 mil of motor, not under the water. Oh, fuck. On both sides. And I, and I said no and I just ran up the front, kicked her in the guts and fucking upped her and she just started enough and we got, got her up on her ass in the air and it just funneled all the water that was inside the boat, just funneled out that hole. And he goes, oh, so what are we going to, where are we going fishing now? I said, fucking nowhere, cunt, we're going home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that. <laughs> 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 and oh. that's 20 mile out to see no one around you too, so. Yeah, and it's a hell of a swim. Mm. Yeah, fuck like that. Everyone thinks 20 mile, you know, 20 mile, people jog it. Yeah. Try to swim it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could swim fucking one mile, let alone 20. I'd fucking be gone for sure. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.